Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. B, come on, bro. Let's call it what it is, bro. You're wrong. Chant, listen to me. The facts of the matter is that I was right. There's plateaus and then there's platforms. B, I mean... We're on the same page. He just won't, he just won't listen. Fred, please stop. You let me finish, I can help you. Fred, I'm saying the same shit you thinking. I don't know why you sitting there with your hat. Ocho, you don't... This is not Ocho versus science. It's not Ocho versus science, but it's facts versus fiction. The predicament that you're predicting is not predictable. We know the NBA. You're not honest with yourself. You're fucking wrong. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You're fucking wrong. Come on, B. Guys, is it safe to say that I was right? Is it safe to say that I was right? Listen, listen to what you're saying. Replay what you said and then fast forward and then take it again and then think about it. The fact that I'm mad, I'm, I want to sit down, but I got to stand up. Listen to me. Listen to me clear. You don't know the facts. The fact of the matter is you don't know the facts. This is not, this is not science. This is fiction. Come on, B. It's fiction. It's not that difficult, bro. That's why everybody loves this show, because we're so real. And we peer. And when you you got that silk, it's just different. We had to fight to get a meal, yeah. Wrongfully accused, we had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Despite the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam, you gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread, I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. So I'm gonna ask you again. Yeah. Every guy in the NBA right now, their their contracts is fully guaranteed. No, and I told you that why you were why you were, we're not talking about no, ten no, no, day. No, no, Don't no. give me ten day, two while day. Don't you give me were velociraptoring. I told you this. Hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> you like a mother off Jurassic Park screaming at me, and I felt intimidated. <laughs> I'm right. Here you go, Jesus. We Christ. talking in circles because is every guy's contract in the NBA guaranteed? Yes or no? How about this? 95% of them are guaranteed. Then I'm right. But when it's 90%? It doesn't matter. I'm black and white. I don't no, care no, no, if it's no, no, 99%. No. B, if there's B. one guy like LaMarcus Aldridge who just got blocked. Technophile on this guy. <laughs> you wrong, wrong, wrong. Tech on you, you out of here. Let's go, baby. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Bro, what you got on, bro? <laughs> so, B. You were talking real reckless last week, got crazy, you done got memed up. Saucy. Saucy. What got into you, B? I think, I think, like I said at the end with you guys, is that we were all right, even though we were all wrong. But we're still right. Majority of the time, I might be wrong, but I still could have been right. <laughs> so that, you guys don't understand, like I said, you don't do research. You don't read. <laughs> so your, your, God, your God says today that Lou will. I said that because I knew that. Like, you, I, I, I tell guys all the time, like, don't talk about what you don't know. Know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm, I don't want to get upset again. Don't why, get up. Don't why do you get so mad, though? <laughs> it I, was just a question. But see, like I said, in the, in the, I, I'm willing to die about it. <laughs> I'm willing to die about it. I put too much into it. <laughs> bro, what's up with the hair, bro? Bro, that ain't me. That ain't me. I got the ponytail. If they could zoom in on my ponytail. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's not me, bro. All I'm missing right now is a, is a black silk. And I'm you. <laughs> Pajamas. You feel like you nailed my character? In that moment, yeah, because, you know, I had to pass the, you know, the, you was passionate about it. And I was passionate about, we were both passionate about being wrong. <laughs> you think I was wrong? Did you do your research? I did it. 
I, I, yeah. Can I take, can I take my wig? Yeah, you can yeah, take yeah. your wig off, B. Yeah. Get a little hot in there. <laughs> we, 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 we got Lou Young. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. Instagram killed it. Why were you encouraged to do the last week's scene? I, like I said, I watched, I watched the show every week and I, I see it and I saw the clip and I was like, oh, B. Marshall's might have been tripping. <laughs> and I, but I, but I didn't like, but I was just like, okay. I watched it, watched the whole episode. And then later that night, I was like, nah, they saw what I saw. <laughs> so, so I just kept watching, kept watching it. And the more I watched it, I was just picking up little stuff, like mannerisms and stuff like that. Tuesday morning, I, woke, I was like, I got to do that. I went to work out. I was like, I couldn't even finish the workout. I said, I got to get it out. It's too vi- It's hot. So I got to get it out. I can't wait. You know what I mean? They own it. I got to get it. Yeah. And then I... um. Got home, prop on my, you know, my camera, my lights up, did it. I, I did your part first, cause that's the that's the that's the that's the nucleus right there. And then I punched in everybody. Only person I was missing was was my man Fred, that, cause I I would have just you know. Got out there with a the hat right there too. That don't excite me. Yet. Jumping up. So, Dre, what were you thinking about? You know, like I would have just went, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I, then I didn't think that everybody would get it. And I was like, it's a lot of people, it's really a lot of people that watch this show. Yeah. Like, not just athletes or former athletes. But I was like, okay, right. you know something. So, that was, that was dope. Right. So, uh, B, and better be. I call you better be, because you were better him than he even was. You ready for the apology? Yes. So, 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 Channing, Ocho, Fred, you were right. I was wrong. Can I? You don't got to tell me how to apologize. I, 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 don't, I saw how you got mad, so now I think I need to help you not be mad. I didn't. Just, just, just keep that same energy, though. Yeah, the same we energy. Apologize. Let's I have wanna, that same energy. All right. I want. I want veins and all. I want to need passion behind Vain apology. Vain apology. So here's the deal. Tell us, tell us what you're apologizing for. So, look, we always talk about keeping it real on this show. We could have edited it out. We kept it in. It's real authentic. And we always talk about free game. Part of that is people love, like, man, these are four grown men talking about certain topics we never talk about. I apologize because men don't apologize. Okay, I can do that. So I I apologize because I was wrong for saying that there was four guys on the roster that had that that had guaranteed. It's like 10, 11, not everyone, though. So I was right on the other side. I was saying Then I'm also going to apologize for saying 16. It ain't 16 guys on the NBA team. It's 15. So I apologize for being wrong there. You got a funny apology. (laughs) You got a real funny apology. Right. Yeah, he had to add that mock machismo. He, he apologized by trying to make himself right still. I, bro, I am right because it's black and white for me. Well, that's bro, not an, that's not an apology. You can't move the goalpost on based on how you view it. I'm not moving the goalpost. You basically did because you're calling it black and white when that's not the truth to the matter is. Because what I that asked. Almost 90, more than 95% of the contracts are guaranteed. That's not, well, I don't even know if it's 95, 75, 55. Oh, Jesus. We don't know, 55, 50, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you won't talk to me. We go, yeah, I love okay. It. You know what, we, we got away from the reason why we were talking about the guaranteed contracts in, right. in general. That's right. Understanding why the NBA players move the way they move, why they control the league, is because the money is guaranteed and they can walk with their hand on their balls for a reason. Right. That's anything so that like the, that was the whole conversation. The conversation wasn't about guaranteed money. It was about power. Right. That's what the that's what the conversation was about. So for 20 minutes, if you watch the show, I was just sitting back chilling and y'all kept saying guarantee, guarantee, because football players, we sit in the locker room. We always talk about NBA dudes. like, Oh, their contract is guaranteed. Everybody's contract is guaranteed. The reality is, it's not guaranteed. LaMarcus Aldridge just was bought out by the Spurs. LaMarcus Aldridge in his contract when he did his deal. There was a, a a threshold. There was a date where if he went past that, then it would have been fully guaranteed. The Spurs kept him on past that date. That's why he had to buy out. That's why they did that. And he also cut a check back for $7 million. And then, yeah, I said P.J. Tucker last show. And the reason why I brought up P.J. Tucker is because that's what the fight was in, in Houston with him. 
He wanted it fully guaranteed, and they didn't want to do that. They wanted to give him two years and, like, 24 and, and X amount guaranteed. It was black and white for me. Y'all talking about 95%, 55%. You talking about 10-day, 2-day, two 2-way, two all of that. I, ain't, I wasn't talking about that because I was trying to get to a point about power. That's why they have the power, though. They have the power because of why? Because 95% of their contracts are guaranteed so they can move the way they move. They can, that's why they control the league. Okay, so my, my, well, the conversation I was trying to start was because, and we went back to 2016, we started talking about Drew Brees and all of that stuff. I said back in 2016, we didn't have Russell Wilson. We didn't have Aaron Rodgers speaking up on certain topics. We didn't have Tom Brady at the table. We didn't have Peyton Manning. Fast forward four years later, now we have some of those powerful names like the Kobe Bryant's of the day, the, the CP3s, and the LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony's walking into, you know what I mean, headquarters and talking about what we want as players. Just, we didn't have that. We had kickers. We had punters. We had we ain't have the big – we ain't have Fred Taylor. We ain't have Ocho Cinco sitting at the table. So now that you got the star players in the NFL finally speaking up, the question was – is there a shift in power? That was the conversation. That's in anything, though. We were talking about the, the, difference, the differences between the unions. At the end of the day, it all comes down to what you said was power. Right. We said leverage. Right. It's the same shit in anything in life. Politics, you know, business, as you know, and, and even in our sports. When you follow the money, that's what, it's going to lead you to the power. Right. That's who's making all the shots. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's what we were trying to say. They have more leverage than the, the, the players in the NFL. Right. But what the players in the NFL have to understand is you have just as much if you band together, including the quarterbacks. That's why I said they're not inviting us inside. They're inviting the quarterbacks. That's who they put the 25-year investment, the 20-year investment into. When you back it all, all out at the very end of the day, power is one because of the money, but still – you were wrong, and and but 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 we we, we got we'll move forward with you this. You still wrong, but B, I gotta ask you, B. Go ahead. Did you respond correctly to that argument after you saw the memes? After you saw the veins? After you you you, you could have took it a little more easy, bro. Real talk. What, how did I? What do you mean? You went crazy. You put your leg up on the table. I was waiting for your big ass to walk around this corner. <laughs> you just you know you got a little, you got a little too excited for the topic point. I ain't get. That's not why I got mad. Why'd you get mad? Y'all, y'all want to be transparent and real. All right, now we getting into what the show is about. Why I got mad? For real, for real, because I sat back and I was chilling. I've always kept my composure on the show. I got mad because you talked about what you said, and this is real though. And men, we don't do this, right? When we are hurt or we we're sad, we get ah. We don't say, yo, you hurt my feelings. We don't say that. Chad, you hurt my feelings. Channing, you hurt my feelings. How you hurt my feelings? No, you laughing. This is real. I'm about <laughs> I, to be I real. I wouldn't know how. Because what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about mental health. Mm-hmm. And what you said is, what the fuck is wrong with him? Where is, this, where is this therapist at? You said that. And then you came back and said, damn, we need to send you back to McLean Hospital. That's what you said. That's why I got hot. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's the real. B. No, I'm being real. We can't allow sticks and stones. It did, bro. May break my bones. It did, bro. But words can't. Now, we're going back to kindergarten. Now, what we're not going to do, I just talked about coddling and pacifying. I'm just being honest. Come on now. I need you. I need you to build a callus. No, but here's no. You're right. Every You know what? I got you. You know what? And for that, you know what? I apologize. Thank you. See how simple that is? Thank you. Let me, let me get a hug, man. Ah, my back hurts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, what hurt? You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I'm a little sore. Oh, right. okay. I was like, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> back hurt, huh? You, you want to apologize? Protein. I'm sorry. Can I have a hug? You don't get a hug? Can I have a hug? My bad. Uh, and I was wrong about the four guys on a, on a roster. That's okay. Okay. But no, that, that's real, though. No, but look, but but no, but no, but as this point now, let's be honest, and you just brought it up, but just to, to, to hit it home. Right. As a man, if your feelings are hurt, talking about it is way bigger than internalizing it and just putting it out in different ways. When we said it, when Chad and myself hurt your feelings, you should have been like, fellas, that was too far. Yeah. And we would have pulled back. Well, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> when? 
You said Revis locked me up. <laughs> I ain't get mad. Yeah. I didn't get mad because you know why? Why? Because it's not a insult. You know why? Because Revis is Hold on, time out, time out. No, you, you, he, he trying to fix it. No, 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 no. No, because he was adamant last show about Revis and talking about I ain't never got locked up. And then, yeah, I'm the one who went viral with the memes, right, okay? Right. But also on Twitter, they showing clips right now. Of, it was only one. It was only one. It was only, it was only one. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. But listen. Ocho. He's a, listen. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Ocho, you were reaching. That ball was way yeah, out there. Ocho you ain't even. Let me talk. Okay. My bad. My bad. He is the. He was the I played a long time. He locked down all of us. Listen, and there's only one person that covered me in 11, 12 years. And that's the great Revis. And that's really not an insult, okay? And I want you to do me a favor. We got to get him on the show, right? And we're going to ask him, despite my non-productivity, ask him who the best receiver is he had to cover. Did he, I mean, has he already made the statement that it was you? Yeah. He said that? Yeah. He said that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chad, a lie now. Lie? No, I don't believe Ocho, that. Oh, so you're lying now. Listen, this way, I lie on who? He don't lie about football. There's no, a I don't lot lie of about dudes. football. There's a lot of dudes. You know what I love about you, Ocho, is that in football, like, when the game is taken away from us, a lot of dudes still hold on. You know, it's like, oh, let me tell you about the good old days. You know, and, and it's hard to give other dudes flowers. Back when we was playing, Ocho was always like, oh, yeah, that dude, I love this dude. Boom, boom, boom. So that's why I like, he, oh, he keep it real when it comes to football, man. One, that's one of the funny things I don't understand, and we need to get into it. I don't understand how some could be an analyst. I'm not sure. I, I, I watch you sometimes, but I can't talk about individuals playing now. Yeah. I can't down anybody. And I always give everybody their praise. I don't see how the Stephen A. Smiths or some of the guys you, you, know, you sit with or Whitlock, people that really never... Get it off your, get it off your chest, bro. Like, how do you do that? No matter how many years you've been in it, you've never been yeah. able to perform at that level, but you have this expertise on how it should, should go. Right. Like, I don't want to say the wrong thing right now. Why not? Because you don't want to be a me? Yeah, yeah no. I, it just grinds my testicles how they talk about us. <laughs> hey, hey, Ocho, that's not the saying. That is grind my gears. Oh, gears. No yeah. one's ever said grind my testicles. You, you, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> You just you just you just started something. That's <laughs> how do you feel about how do you feel about analysts and them having a platform and having a voice and just downing players playing at the elite level when they're not playing as well as they should? I, mean, I just think they got a they just in a they they they're protected so they can throw those shots. They protected. I treat them like you know you have people even when you're in college or go pro, whoever's talking about you on Twitter. I feel like they're in their mama's basement, but they're protected by that computer or social media and they can put out what they want to put out and okay. not get any flack from it. Do but they can't see us gotta, up and close. I have a question. Person. Do you would you be opposed to let's say Russell Westbrook seeing Stephen A. Smith in person and actually there being some type of altercation because of some of the things Stephen A. said? Like if it would if you they, be opposed they, to it? Like you talk all this about me not having rings yeah. and I mean, you don't care about my numbers and triple doubles. And, I think I think he mentioned one time that AI pulled up on one because he was when he was in Philly because mm. he was a beat writer in Philly and I think AI had got kind of hot about some things he was saying and called him up pulled, you know what I mean and you know they chatted they talked it out but I think I feel like maybe guys should, I mean some 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 guys should pull up that, but that that come with the territory Jim, though remember what happened Jim Rome and Chris Chris right. Everett Chris Everett or he right. called him Chris he called Everett. him Chris Everett his name was Jim Everett there he and he, and he, he up kept on saying him. it he kept saying yeah he was but, like, where we are, though, right? Right. We have a job to do. If, if we're not doing our job the way we, we're supposed to be doing it, the fans are going to give us sh They even see you in the street sometimes. You suck last week. You know what I'm saying? This sh never bothered me, personally. Even hearing them now, I just look at it like, all right, that's real colorful at the end of the day. That's all they're being. They got a job to do. They're just doing it to the camera. Yeah. So they gotta like, sell. They gotta sell it. Otherwise, right. nobody ain't gonna tap in and and, and, and check it out. It's too much, yeah, it though, Freddie. Uh, uh, could be like a false narrative, though. For me, it, like you do your job, I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna get paid. You get paid. We out of here. Ocho said it, and Lou just said it. Even with KD and Michael Rappaport and all that stuff that just happened. Even with AI and Steven and and, and Russell and Steven. 
If you'll say that to that man's face well, sitting well, at a table without a camera. Explain it, because not everybody who, who's watching our show saw, understand, saw everything. So, Kate, what happened with KD and, and Rappaport? KD and Rappaport, KD, Rappaport talks trash about everybody. Rappaport makes, he, he's a comedian. He started as a comedian. That's what he does. Is com- he's a comedian. Actor comedian. So he tries to make fun of everything. So then KD got hot and DM'd him. KD didn't put it out now. KD DM'd him and Rappaport released the DM pictures, and then went on, he went on some show. He went on uh, Undisputed with. Undisputed But then Undisputed he started Steve, crying and talking about, yeah. when I walk my dogs, people get on me. And he turned straight into the victim. And I'm like, I'm like, right now I tell Rappaport to his face, and this is my point, I tell Rappaport to his face, bro, you can't criticize and cuss out everybody, talk bad about everybody, and then when now you're the target, when you've been, you've been spooning out stuff, and now you got a little bitty bowl because you can't take them when people are getting on you and you start crying well, on Undisputed. Well, That's I, ridiculous, damn, I wanted bro. to go back to your point, but damn. Disclaimer, I know Rappaport. I hit him up. I FaceTimed him. For me, I felt like he crossed, well, he crossed the line in my book. I just felt like, dude, message you. It's private. Let's keep that right between us. You know what I'm saying? So that's my take on it, and I told, I told him this. You know what I mean? I invited him on the show. He he loves the show. He watched the show. He wants to come on. But I, I told him, I said, I felt like you crossed the line. I, I just think when it's private, it stays private. But but let me ask you this. His point is, it's like, yo, when he start talking about my wife, he is like, gloves is off. Does that change things? No. And um, I think if you're going to dish it, understanding who Rappaport is, you're always dishing it. You got to be able to take it. You're a comedian. You got, you got to be able to take it. So you got to be able to have some tough skin as a comedian. So, so as a player, as a player, you know, and I love KD. Hope KD come on, come on our show. I did his podcast before. There's this narrative out there on KD, you know, that, you know, he sensitive. He respond to tweets and Instagram stuff, and he shouldn't do that. That's a good thing, though. That's a, that's a good thing to have somebody at that level, one of the best in the world, probably almost one of the top three to ever play this game, yeah. that you can reach out and touch. Because most of the celebs are at that level, NBA players, they don't talk to fans. So you think it, you, you, you're okay with KD yeah, man, that's, interacting that's, with yeah. the fans that way? That's dope. Have you ever interacted with fans that way? Have you ever been hot? You follow me. I yeah, curse. I, I talk to everybody. Yeah, but I'm talking about serious, though. Like, yours is always playful. Yeah, nothing's ever been serious, though. Because but He's serious. I think our personalities are different, so it's, it's, it's kind of different. But, but I would say, too, it's something I said and we talked about, you know, the in- Instagram stuff, the Twitter stuff, people talking. Even back when there was no, no social media, and I was getting locked up in college, getting locked up. And somebody in the Orlando Sentinel said, and we talked about it before, yeah. dude said they need to keep Crowder in the cage until Saturday and just release him to play football. And at that moment, I got a saying that I came up with. You have to put a value on your evaluators. If you're an NFL GM, I want to know what you think about me. If you're a college head coach, a football person, I want to know what you think about me. If you're Jimmy in the basement, 546 underscore, why do I care what you think about me? Why would I respond to you? To KD's point, right. to that, like, why would I, even Michael Rappaport, why would I respond to you as a basketball player? Yeah. You have nothing to do with basketball. I have to value the people that are evaluating me and see if it's worth saying something to. Right. And if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, why am I going to argue with you? I could be arguing with an 11-year-old girl, a, a 12-year-old boy. With you. That's ridiculous. I agree. I agree with you. I think it's awesome for someone of that magnitude to engage with the fans because, you know, most of them are just... Yeah, but engage, it's a different, it's a difference in engagement, though. You know, for me, I, I agree with Channing. I, like, I like how you, you engage. Awesome. That's why you are who you are. But for me, I, I don't... I just start reading comments and liking stuff because I, I noticed one day, and this was like two years ago when I stopped playing ball, like some of my people was commenting on my stuff and putting emojis there. And I was like, yo, you know, like, like, like. But I went my entire career on Twitter, Instagram, for the most part, not really responding. I responded one time to a fan in Chicago, like in 2015. But I just don't believe we should waste our time. You know what I mean? But obviously something touched KD. Whatever Rappaport said, something touched him. And, and for KD to go in, in this day and age... Knowing that is a possibility that people are going to screenshot right. whatever you leave in a DM. 
So he said, fuck it. Just like Paul Pierce when he went live. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck it. Is it got to be more to the story, Fred T? Like, how you do that? To go live? He, he's living his life. <laughs> he just made a, he just made a, for that second, that he'll never, ever, ever, ever get back. To go on live to 350 people watching and to lose a gig like working the job he, that he got fired from, right? I don't know if he even cares because he went on the next day and was like, I'm good. Smoke. Like, he was like, yeah. But we, but that's what we just talked about. We opened the show like that. Men, when we hurt and we said we don't, we ain't gonna. He ain't gonna. You think? You think he gonna come out and say, "Dang, look, man." I, I, he, he he was on live at a poker game, legal or illegal, whatever the was going on. In my opinion, the circles I roll in, that's a violation. Right. You you can't do that. You can't go live. It, it's not worth it. At the end of the day, have your fun. Yeah. But skate, bro. Like. You got, it's a million ways to have your fun. You're going to pull out and go live. Oh, Joe. It's ESPN's fault. It's ESPN's Wait a fault. Wait Let me ask you something. Paul Pierce, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. What's his nickname? Truth. The what? Truth. ESPN couldn't handle it. What? <laughs> 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 oh, Joe. They got the truth and they couldn't handle it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah, but but here's the deal. This is why this is why I, I truly believe and in, in, you know, you outside looking in. I feel like the reason why people vibe with our show is because it's real and authentic. But when you go to network, yeah, there's certain things you you know you can you can, you can do and you can't do. That's why I kind of like I, that's why I like why y'all I mean I, I always tell I'm like y'all should be on the network. You know what I mean? But the fact that y'all independent, you know what I'm saying? You can be more authentic and it to the culture that for me personally, for my, my all my homeboys, or you know what I mean, we we can relate to that. Cause y'all saying really what we want to say. Right. Or you know what I mean? And those people on those networks, they don't have that, they don't have that range to do that. Yeah, it's definitely tough. I've been doing it since 2014, since I was playing, and you know, it is real. But no, but yeah. B, but B, but real talk, you gotta play both sides. You got to play, and we've talked about it. You got to play. You got to play chess with it because you you have the corporate well, job, but you also sit down with the boys. And how this was no, created was sitting no, down with the boys no, and that's talking. That's not the seat that I occupy. I'm gonna be real, and I'm under contract right now, Showtime, eight years, whatever, and I'm on FS1. First things first. And for me, if I can't be real, I'm not even in the discussion. For years, we've been having these discussions. Going back to Showtime, it's like if I gotta walk a line. Because that, that's never been me. That's one of the reasons why my career started the way it started. 
because I've always been just transparent. So no, like that's not me. And I would never be me. How was Showtime, Philip? You had jumped your ass up. I, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, you know, we're trained as athletes. We understand PR. I had an opportunity to cut that out, right? We have creative control of our of our show. We let that ride because I I felt like it wouldn't have been real or authentic. That's all I wanted to hear. Right, like that's it. You know what I mean? Like that. I looked at it. We you, could you have easily the sit. question. Yeah. When you're independent, you don't that's have hard. to worry about. That's hard. About that's hard because. I ain't know, you know, damn, like freaking, you gonna get the vein shot? You know what I'm saying? Any other shot, it'd been perfect, but you know what I mean? For me, I've never really showed myself that way. But do I do I get hot like that? Yes, 100%. But if you gonna come up here and always keep it 100, you gonna keep it 100, you gonna keep it 100, how, why I'm gonna go cut that out? You know what I'm saying? You answered the question, bro. We straight. Let's go, Chef. We got Chef Low. What's up, What's Chef? Up? How y'all doing today? This is the chef that cooked for all the athletes at HOA and I Am Woman podcast. So, Chef Lo, filling in for uh, Chef Nancy. Yes, sir. Chef Nancy went back to New York to handle some business. What you got for us today, Chef? So, so pretty much today we got some golden turmeric wings. Um, and for you, we got the golden turmeric shrimp because I know you're pescatarian. Yeah, don't be telling what I am, bro. Oh, oh my bad, brother. No, I don't like I don't like the, all the names because then when you start putting names out there, vegan what? or he said he's a pescatarian. Yeah, don't don't be telling what I am. Pe- pes- pesca means fish and so just fish and like underwater creatures and all that. Yeah, I stopped eating meat two years ago. You ain't know that. You stopped eating meat two years ago. Two years ago. Your back hurt right now, huh? <laughs> I'm just asking. Your back. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Messing with him, he took me golfing. <laughs> Man, that was five weeks ago. <laughs> this is this is perfect. This is perfect. You you eat what you want to eat, right? Uh, oh, you on the book too? Never mind. Blue <laughs> <laughs> pescatarians. I cheat with chicken. Chef, <laughs> chef, I salute you. I love you. Appreciate that. I love everything you're doing. But let's talk. Let's talk. Ultra versus science, real quick. When was the last time you played football? How many years has it been? 2018. 2018. We're in 2021. Yeah. And your back still hurts. And you're and you're and you're, and you're a pegatarian. What is he? Pegatarian. A pegatarian. <laughs> pescatarian. Pescatarian. Sorry. 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 You're a pegatarian. Pescatarian. This doesn't validate Ocho versus science. But bro. you're still getting hurt. You're not even playing. The the whole point of what you're consuming and putting in your body doesn't matter. Okay. Oh my goodness. Just follow what I'm doing. I ain't been hurt yet. You never been hurt in the in 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 your in your eleven years in the NFL. No man, I told you nothing, man. You don't listen to me, man. You over here with, with the Peggy shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Peggy too. Hey, chef. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that that one here. Chef, did you? That's me. Ooh. From scratch too. <laughs> hey, chef. So, how you feel about men connecting with emotions and apologizing? Do you struggle with when you're hurt or sad to say I'm hurt? You hurt me. You hurt my feelings or, I, or I'm sad. I'm the type of person sometimes I do hold it in. As I'm getting older, I'm realizing that that's not really healthy. So, like, what, one thing I used to do is, like, I would hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Something minuscule would happen and then just, like, just explode out of nowhere. Yeah. So one thing I'm trying to get better with is just being open, more honest with how I personally feel. Because I find communication is best once you let people know what it is. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bet. Love it. And the last question I have for you, are you rocking with Ocho or are you rocking with science? For me, it's science. It's, it's, it's science all the way for me. Why? Because uh, I'm, I'm got a master's in food, consumer marketing, and product development, so it, it has to do with a science with food. And I'm seeing these studies, I'm seeing the results, and just for me, it's the science. Proofs in the pudding. Where are you from? Lou, <laughs> like, <laughs> me up. I'm like, <laughs> it changed up yeah, on you. On the citrus and the. Uh, I'm like, I like that. <laughs> I was born in Ohio, but raised in Bermuda. Um, went to school in England and in America, so I'm got a couple of different vernaculars. I have, I have one more thing. You side with science, right? Yes, sir. So whatever scientists and researchers put out, mm-hmm. you research it, and based on that information, you follow that. Yes, sir. Right? Ninety-seven percent of scientists agree with whoever funds them. That is true. Let me finish. The point is, what I'm trying to say is. The highest bidder to sell a product to get the kickback for the scientists is all it comes down to. That's it. I love but, it. But hold on, time out. Can we stay right here for a no, second? No, that's not. No, no I don't no, want no. to. See, I just want to make because I just, because when you keep I don't have my lab coat. 
I don't have my lab coat to really get it. But B, I was gonna say B, but Fred, but even with just Fred, but what Fred said, follow the money. So here's the thing with Ocho. Why you he don't go deep? Oh, he you, just, you want me to go deep? But 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 because I agree with him on that. I don't have we my keep lab talking coat. about Ocho versus science, but I agree with him on that. Where yes, he is right, bro. The people who the, these case studies, oh, this is good for you, that's good for you. The people who are making the money off it is the one who is paying the writers to damn write these case studies. Thank you. But I'm with you. But you walking around here, yeah, I'm with you. But B, where do you where where do you disagree with Ocho? Well, 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 listen, I here's the He's deal. not on my I, side. Listen, so yeah, I'm 80-20. I don't know what it is for him. 80-20 for me is 80% of the time I'm going to eat right. I'm going to do the right things. I'm going to train. I'm doing all that. 20% of the time I'm going to have fun. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know how much uh, McDonald's Ocho eat. I don't know how much Starbucks and Frappuccinos and Cappuccinos that he have. I don't know. But what I do know is he know his But he ain't saying that. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't go deep. You don't, there, I tried to do that a couple shows ago. This is what we can do. Now, what's going to happen is once I go deep and I get into it, I need about 30, 35 minutes to get my points across. I have a PowerPoint presentation that I can present to all of you. Mm-hmm. To PowerPoint. Yeah. Yeah. I got my together. I'm just serious. So when, I, when I'm sitting on here talking, I give you small, valid points about what I do know. Now, when you want to get in depth, we have to have a complete show with just that, Ocho versus Science. So you with science. Come again? You with science? No, no. <laughs> no. All right, Chef, appreciate you, Chef. I love you, Chef. Appreciate that, brother. Love y'all, too. Thank you. This is good. Chef Lowe. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like we ended that conversation on ESPN and all FS1, all of that. I feel like they're needed. I feel like networks are needed. There's a, a place for uh-huh. them. And also, we're talking about report, like reporters and commentators. They got a job to do. They do. They're the ones that was talking about Fred Taylor on the top 10 and Ocho Cinco and talking about your celebrations, making that bread. So on one end, you know what I mean, benefit from it. And then on the other end, can't take the criticism. Now, I do believe they they cross the line and that's where it get funky. You cross the line. There's certain things that's off limits. But I truly believe that, you know, networks. And, and commentators have a place in sports. Yeah, I, I like them. I like them. And, and well, I never listen to them in general, but I just don't like the crossing of the line. You know, you have a player in Russell Westbrook that has chosen not to go from team to team or create a super team. He does all he can, gives his all every night when he plays. And then you have guys dissecting or taking every little thing because they didn't have rings. They, oh, I don't care about your numbers. I don't care about your triple-double championships. I want more from you. Like, what the you think he's doing every night he steps on the court right but even at the end of the day when you're talking about the analysts and these guys that are talking they have producers in, the, in their ear saying what you just said i want more you got to straddle that line you got to be on the edge like some of these guys naturally have it in them but you see guys like scott van pelt mm-hmm. professional he button up i love scott me too i love scott but he gonna give it to you he gonna give it to you 150 percent Authentic, transparent, you're gonna understand what he's saying. But then you have those guys that are colorful and they're gonna go right here, right on the edge of you want to smack the fuck out of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they're they're doing their job. Here's what I learned about being on the other side, and, and, and it's tough for me, I'm gonna be honest. It's just like us, like you have to entertain, right? That's you what have I'm to saying. give the facts exactly what you're saying, colorful. You have to entertain. And then all and, and also like if I come out and I say, Channing Crowder is X. I got to stick to that because I said that. That's called take integrity. So no matter what you do, you can change the narrative. You could be a totally different person or, you know what I mean, you can get the job done. But because I said X five weeks ago, I got to stick to that. Take integrity. That's the problem in that business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let's just keep it real. Let's keep it hundred. Like, be able to go on TV and say, I was wrong about Channing. You know what I'm saying? I was wrong about Kyrie. I was wrong about this person. And then, but on the other end, you should, we should be able to give them space to be be able to say, you know what? This dude tripping right now. Or I don't believe this dude is who he say he is. How, how many How many I was wrongs do you get before the network and the producers look at you and say, well, f- your credibility yeah. shot. 
we got to bring in the next guy. It's the art and science of it. It's the art and science of it. It's how you say it. You know what I mean? It's like you don't just go, you know, you don't want to be flip-flopping, going left and right all the time. You know, I have an opinion here. Dudes do real work, research. They're watching the games. But then if you get it wrong, you should be like, look, here's the art and science of it. Like three months ago, I was on this side of the fence. I thought Kyrie, boom, going on a sabbatical, he was losing it. But now he comes back, he's averaging 25 points, eight assists, five rebounds. This dude is playing lights out. The team got behind him. Right now, they're in a good place. Like, what's, that, that's what we don't do on TV. Enough, I would say. There's a, there's a handful of right. people to do. It's hard as you justify, let's say with Kyrie, because I was on that page when he went to the, the, the sitting out and all. It's, it's, it's hard as you justify him. If you change your opinion, you got to go just as hard the other way. That's right. That's Where, right. And, and you have to argue with yourself, which I think a lot of people are not comfortable with arguing with their damn self. Hey, I was saying this. I was wrong. We just said it. We just talked about it earlier in the show. Right. Humans are not, it's not in our makeup to say, I was wrong. I've seen Stephen A do that, though. Say, like, he, I'm wrong. He was wrong. Like he was wrong about Damon Lillard. And now he's giving his flowers now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, He's probably the only one I've seen do that, though. That's it, yeah. And a lot of dudes, just they just dig in, dig in, dig in, because now they have people on their side. And you talking about the social media stuff? Mm. Once you start, and this is what I think the problem, and that I'm wrong thing with social media, once you start getting people agreeing with you, agreeing with you, agreeing with they ride, you. They ride the wave. That's it. Now you ride the wave. Now you ride the, the wave. The funny thing about the critics and analysts is they can nitpick and they can always find something wrong. Always. No matter how great you are, there's always something to nitpick and argue about with any player, no matter who it is. It's right. just whose time is it right now? Whose season is it right now? That's all it comes down to. I just don't like the crossing of the line with certain individuals. Yeah, but, but, but Ocho, I, to me, the line is personal. And to me, that line is when you really don't know, you know, you, like there's certain locker room stuff, nuances about the game that like you just really don't know. To me, that's crossing the line. But I think it's open season. If you have a bad game, or if you have a bad season, or if you're off, your career's off to a bad start, to me, that's open season. See, I don't like that. You don't, I don't like that? Because I understand what it took to even get to that level. Even to get to that season, to be able to play, be playing that level, to be sitting here criticizing somebody, not knowing how it's going to affect him. Look at, wait, ooh, good one, good one, good one, good one, good one. What did my words last show do to you? It hurt your what? Hurt my feelings. So how do you think these players feel when Stephen A. or anyone else goes off on them? Bruh, how I, many times, okay, you great Ocho, you, you great Chad Johnson. But that, that's different. You, you, and then you, I tra- then you transform into Ocho Cinco. You did some amazing things. But it's different. My mentality but you also, is different. I know. But you've also dropped balls before. Yeah. You've also, and, I, and you played a long time, caught a lot of balls. Pause. <laughs> Manscape. <laughs> Yo, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, wait. I, I, I would bet that you you cost your team a game or two in your 11 careers. I have. I've dropped the game-winning touchdown before. I'm sure I have as well. Okay. So what happens the next day? Then and then and then you're on the headline. Ocho Cinco, bad game, blah, blah, blah. You got to take that. Yeah, but I didn't care about it. Because once Monday hits, right. 24 hour. That's the point. But that's the point. You didn't care about it. These athletes or anybody in the limelight, mm. you got to build up what you say, calluses. What did Draymond Green just say? He said the... Uh, this the, area is what? Soft. Barry. Okay. So, so... Uh, See? But that comes with being an athlete. Come with being an athlete is start reading the headlines. <laughs> that, don't be watching. Don't be watching FS1. Don't be listening to. You got no choice. It's us. It's every, like, I feel like you got no choice. You, what you mean you have no choice? Social media is even worse. Don't watch, Don't read it. You can get an alert right from your phone right now. What you got an alert for? You set the alert. I'm, I'm saying you, you know, somebody can say, bro, you saw this? That what they said about you? I'm not even trying to look for it, but any, like, it's going to get to you some way, If somehow. you're an athlete or if you're in the, in the limelight, eventually you're going to deal with something. The same thing, like memes, me memes, whatever they, what is it? Meme is M-E-M-E. Meme. Memes. Memes. <laughs> but even that, bro, like, for you to sit up and take that, you know what I mean? Pete, that's tough. 
But as an athlete, you play in front of 70,000 cheering fans. There's a couple million tuning in. And there's so many times that pressure, there's some good days, some bad days, some good plays, some bad plays. And you got to be able to stay here no matter what. Good and bad, treat them both the same. Just stay right here because you know that. My question would be to y'all who played at a very high level, higher level than me and Lou. We're on the same page here, these, these dudes. I played a little bit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Lou played a little bit. I played. played what position? Corner and nickel. How you go from being in the lead to being damn social media influencer? Yeah, like well, I did it. I, well, what you say? You played corner? Yeah. I'd have sauced your ass up, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, no, I want to ask y'all, what does it matter to y'all three? I'm directing this question to y'all three. Hall of Fame potential players. I don't know about you, Chad. Hall of Fame potential. Oh, so I'm the ex? No, Chad better than you. <laughs> Hall of Fame potential. So how you going to say Hall of Fame to say I don't know about Because right, I know Chad get upset by it. Not really. I don't get upset. I'm, well, I'm no, good. No. Go ahead. What does it, why do you care? Or did you care or just the conversation? Y'all brought up Steven Van Pelt. You brought up Steven uh, Van Pelt. Steven Scott. Scott. Scott Van Pelt. I don't watch none of this. <laughs> Steven Smith. You brought up, who is it? Nick Wright. You all the guy you work with him. Like I love Nick, guys. and I love Nick. And Nick, Nick, I, I watch y'all all the time. Why do players give a damn what those guys say about them? What does it, it matter if your head coach, your OC, and your general manager, or the I'll general you, managers around the league I, like you? What does it matter? I tell they you say? what I used to do. I tell you what I used to do. I'm gonna give you one glimpse into one of my off seasons. I never read any of that stuff. But you are right. Sometimes it does crum- come across your table. And so for me, it never bothered me because I always I, I approach, you know, uh, the highs and the lows the same. You know, when I when we won or if I balled out, I didn't hang from the rafters and I lost. I never really hung my head like that. Like I always knew I was going to get back. But what I would do is I would take it and use it as fuel. That's what I would do. One offseason, I took everything everybody said. You know what I'm saying? What I couldn't do. And I wrote it down. I put it on the, on, on, the, on the wall of the facility. So every day I came in, I saw it. Bang, bang, bang. They said that. What got me hype and kept me going and grinding, like, I love the off season. That's what I love, that work, that process. And, and what got me going was that, was like, man, I can't wait to the headline say, B. Marsh did this. B. Marsh did that. You know what I'm saying? To swing the narrative. That's what I loved. That's what I loved. Yeah. It's up to it's up to you really to to use it however you're gonna use it. You always gotta use it for motivation. Right. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Like who if you fucked up, if you had a bad game, why look in the pet why? Why even turn on the TV? Right. Just go and sit back. You already know you did that. But they don't they be watching it. That's stupid. Right. That's stupid. I, I never had a pro I'm so competitive, man. I was ready for the next one. I wanted somebody to say something bad. If I fumble, ready for the next play. I'm ready to get to next week right. fast. Like, it depends on the cloth you cut from. We got a lot of sensitive dudes out here, though. You know what I'm saying? I was never like that. Right. I, I ain't give a about what they said, period. That's my whole thought is for the young players, too, and a lot of young players or current players. No, it's, you know what? No, no, it's for everybody. Because right now, you have a platform. You got 300 uh, followers. You got 2,000 followers. And, and so, like... This speaks to everybody. We just got it at a high level. So speak to everybody. Why do you put a value, like I said, on the people that are talking about you? Put a value yourself because they're valuing you. They're saying that you're the eighth best receiver in the league or the 14th best receiver. Even high school players. I'm a three star, four star, five star. Who is writing rivals? Right. Who is ranking these young boys? Right. Who's ranking the All-Americans to the All-SECs to the All-ACCs? What do they know? Right. You have to value. You have to put a value on the people evaluating you so that you won't drive your damn self crazy. Right. That's why I wanted to ask it. But it, it correlates to social media itself. You got people going out there doing um, photo shoots in front of private jets. But then you have people that follow that and sit there and watch it and feel some type of way because they think that person's life is better than their life. So they put a value on this person while taking value away from themselves. And don't know what that person got going on in their life. Don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, 
it's a whole correlation. Sports and, and entertainment, life, all of this stuff has a huge. They they took a they took a picture with a private jet, then went to put their earmuffs on and got them little orange cones and started directing it down the runway. Get your ass out of here, you lying son of a bitch. But you have people that put a price on that. I never put a price on what you said about me. Cause I know I have an opportunity to show you better than I can, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Talk that talk, Fred. That, that's how that's what anything. That's what the, the media does, the yeah. whoever's reporting, any analyst, right? So, so you wanted to show them. You gotta have that shit on your chest. I hate though. to do this though. I hate to do this right now. So why you why you care about being in the Hall of Fame then? Good good question. Good question. I, I deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. The guys that I played against, that's where the respect come, come from, in my opinion. I'm not thinking about what the beat writer is saying. Ultimately, I do know they have the last say, but I'm good with knowing how Ray Lewis feel about me. You know what I'm saying? What Emmitt Smith might, what Jim, Jim Brown might say about me. Marcus Allen, the guys that played my position. Even the younger guys, the little Danians of the world. So the guys that I was in the trenches with, that holds more weight for me. Mm. So I think you framed it wrong. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? So I don't wake up thinking, damn, I got to be in the Hall of Fame. I know at some point, someday I will be there, but I don't, let, I don't lose sleep because of it. Right. So no, I don't, I don't really worry about it. I don't think about it. There's a certain time of the year when it comes up, the voting, and the, the next round and the next round, I say, all right, this is interesting. Let me see what happens. But I still can peek back and say I was better than him, 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 and him. So they're, they're not going to always get it right. The guys that, I, that felt that pressure on Sunday, they know what it is. Yeah. So everybody at home listening, young kids, kindergarten, elementary, junior high, high school, at the college level in NFL, pick a side. You're going to be the hero or you be the villain. If I was you, I'd be the villain and embrace it. Okay? Be the villain and embrace it. Trust me, if you need help with this, call me. I'll guide you to this because there's a small window of opportunity to make money. Being a villain, it gets you paid when you're done playing. That's the, that's the worst advice ever. It's great advice. <laughs> it might be, but it's true. That's great advice. Worst advice ever. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Tank. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.